Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. On Giddy Up, the weekend preview with Dean Watling and Mick Gannon. Um, Charm Stone, I love this horse. First up was brilliant in the Grisette. I think that's the A-grade form line. Yeah, I agree, Dino. Charm Stone's my best of the day at the Valley as well. At Charm Stone, Mark, $2.60. I can't see... Um, I just can't see a drifting G, and I think $3.20 is a great price. Charm Stone up the middle of the track, takes the lead, inhibitions is out, the Sonic Boon flying. Charm Stone, a tough winner. Charm Stone won it. I feel I'll lead the way with uh, Stepati. I'm going to be with Stepati just... Stepati, three quarters, Brave Mead, centre by the outside. Stepati in a sprint to the line is going to win. I think Pinstripe's the horse that we want to be with, has rain affected form, uh, gets the winkers back on, draws pretty well, barrier 10, just sits off them and is the one to get the last crack at them. I'm more than happy to take the uh, $8.50 Pinstripe, G. Pinstriped up to Tuvalu, Pinstripe just in front of Trishan with a late dive. Uh, I think red, red card is the better of the day. But red card's got a good kick. Red card, two lengths clear. Smashing eagles, flashing home at the end. You can blow the whistle. Red card's off and gone in the last. Red card beats Smashing Eagle. Yeah, and I think it'll continue this week. Gee, I think Cylinder um, will improve back to Rose Hill. 400 metres is absolutely ideal for this horse. Um, I don't think they'll get past him. His price is a slight query, but I think he's firmly on top of me. Cylinder's out now. He's charging, going to Moravia. Oh, Cylinder got out of jail to win the run to the rose. Cylinder just edged out Moravia. No wonder we don't have enough time on the weekend preview these days. Our package from last week goes all day, but the boys have been on fire. This is why we love the weekend preview. This is why we love our team. Let's welcome in the team, DeanWatling.com, live in Sydney. Hello to you, Dino. Morning, Gareth, Mickey Gannon, and all the listeners. It was a big week last week, uh, led by Mickey Gannon. It was a superb order with plenty of winners. So back to do it all again this week, boys. It's, uh, it doesn't get any better than Saturday's races. I said to Mickey, I'll pick you up from the airport yesterday, or I think it was Tuesday night he arrived, and I gave him a call. I said, Mickey, I'm at Telemarine. Where are you, mate? He goes, mate, I don't fly. <laughs> commercial. <laughs> I'm at Essendon in my private jet. Hello to you, Mickey. Morning, G. Morning, Dino. Thanks for telling me anyway. Yeah, apologies, mate. Um, let's get stuck into this preview. We've got this Flemington car that I can't wait to dissect, but Mitchie Lewis will join us a little later on as well. So let's have a look at Ramwick. Um, I don't know what kind of day this is. If it, is it the seven day these days or is it the short stay? We're on a good four the rails out, seven metres from the thousand to the winning post and four metres the remainder, Mick Gaddon. How does it play? It's going to depend on how much irrigation they need to put on the track, G, but I'd suggest that it's going to be favouring on-pace runners. Look for those who draw well, and I think we'll find a few winners. Dino, do you have an opinion there? Yeah, Gannon makes a really good point. I think it's a 29-degree day in Sydney on Friday and then a 32-degree day on Saturday. So they're going to have to manually water it, which could see Gano maybe the inside lanes off a little bit early, and then as soon as the sun hits, it should dry out and, Forward of midfield, I think that's going to be the advantage with rail out seven metres. I doubt you want to be back to last and wanting okay. to run over the top of them. 
Love that. Yep. Love that. Well done, Dino. You're right on the money with your track walking. Um, let's have a look at the the new race, the seven stakes worth a million dollars. Wait for age, $580,000 to the winner. Think it over, $5, third up this prep. Zaki steps up to the 1600 and stays in Sydney instead of coming to Melbourne, 380 then we've got Huya Mel at $19. Could be a Cox Plate horse, according to Adrian Bott this morning. Pericles, $8.50. Fangirl is at $3.50 and hinged at $10. Mickey Gannon, what are you doing here in the seven stakes? Yeah, intriguing race, isn't it, lads? I think Think It Over is going to improve third up now. Strips fit are going to be really, really hard to beat. Zaki, I thought his best chance of a win was going to be first up, so happy to be against. Fangirl, Barrier 10. Kieran McAvoy is not the most positive rider um anyhow so i'd suggest she'll be last that leaves me with who you mal barrier four hippo on i know adrian suggested this morning that i was a bit concerned maybe wasn't going to be ready second up i thought that was a perfect platform run second mm. up uh, you're getting around 19 dollars one by three play who you mal i think he's bet. more of a stay but they're saying cox plate or second up 1600 meters is he looking for more of a trip or do you think he's a horse that is a mile and a quarter horse? I think 2,000 metres is ideal. Yep. But I think I think the key here is the, the draw. So drawing barrier four now can sit more forward, can be more aggressive early. Is there any pace? Out. Yeah, there is. Yeah, think it over will go forward. Zaki will go forward. I, but I just think, I think yep. Hume is probably the one that's over the odds, Jay. $16 there with bet three, six, five, Dino. Yeah, you make a good point. The speed map's very interesting. You know, I think you'll see Think It Over lead from Barrier 2. Pericles drawn wide, but his lead will sack close enough to the speed in the last two starts. I think Zach Lloyd will push the button. Um, then you've got Zarek going global and who you are now. So I think out of that, Zaki gets the best run of the race, uh, either in the 1-1 one, one or 3 pairs back on the outside. I like him in this race. I'm heavily against Fangirl. I think this setup is awful for this um, mare. She was great first start, but that was Ramwick Rail True, a slowly run race. She built into the race and let down. Um, she doesn't get that set up here. Rail out seven metres. Uh, jockey change, which I think is a negative for her, and the gate, she's going to get a long way back. So I think she's poison odds currently. Zaki, he was first up into the wink stakes off one trial. They wanted to go to the tramway off two trials, but he just trialed too well. So I think he was underdone first up. He's got an outstanding second up record, and I love him over 1,600 metres. I think he's the map horse, and I think he'll start firm favourite. So I think he's the best bet of the day, Gareth. Um, race seven, number two, Zaki. Love the confidence, the old boy there, to win again. Let's have a look at race eight. I know there's some terrific racing at Flemington, but this is the most intriguing and fascinating contest all day because of the narrative leading towards the Everest. Who's going to put their hand up and say, pick me in the Everest worth $20 million in about a month's time? Private Eye at $10. He's first up. Marzu at 15. He's already got a slot. Or has he? If he performs badly in Remark, performs well. Mr. Massara might be on the phone trying to renegotiate with the owners of Marsu. Lost and running at $12. Overpass at $6. In secret, she's probably already there at $3. Butchess, not chess at 8 Remark at 7 Ruthless Dame. They say they want to slot with this, this mare first up at 17 So does Singo and Jerry Ryan with a Y50 at $12. And then big prices for the rest. Mickey Gannon, who wins the shorts? Yeah, cracking race. I think you just got to analyze it like this. Which horses are here to win? Which horses have to win? And I think the one horse that's here to win and has to win is Overpass. Draws barrier one. Josh Parr. This will be the very definition of handle, bars, down, jump, lead, win.
He's a fresh horse as well. We all know what he does fresh, Dino. He's at $6. We bet three six five. Do you share Mickey Gaddon's confidence with the, the Beyond Baker sprinter? Yeah, 100%. I think they're a little bit of a uh, victim of their circumstances. I would love to see if he was in the Everest to go first up because all of his best runs have been first up. But at the same time, you've got to show the slot owners that, hey, we're still up to sort of that Everest class and need to run him here. It's a little bit of possibles versus probables, the shorts this year. We've still got a couple of slots to fill. And I think a lot of horses will be wanting to put their hands up, like Gano mentioned. It's an outstanding race. Interesting to see what they do with Marzu. I think it's his time to put his hand up. He's gone two preparations now without winning. And I think if he does prefer him poorly on the weekend, um, mm. the slots might be looking for a new horse. I'm within secret. I thought she was beautiful first up, 1,000 metres. Wasn't her go. And I think if Shelby 66 doesn't annoy her early and she settles Shelby. a pair close, I think she wins that race. Um, so I think in secret's on top for me. Barry Four should get the run of the race up to 1,100 metres. I think she can stamp herself for this race. And the big one over the odds, and I'm going to have to have a play on it, is lost and running, Gunno. Trials have been elite. First up record superb. And he's probably the one that does need to put his hand up, Gunno, to probably get back in the forefront of the minds of slot owners. Yeah, absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt, Dino. And I think the key with loss and, run, key with loss and running is they're going to have to go forward. From barrier eight, if, if yeah. they go midfield and beyond, I don't think the horse can win. So it'd be really interesting to see. But... Uh, overpass too fast. That's why it's intriguing a little bit because overpass was good first up in the quokka and then he had that break before he went to, to Queensland. Um, if you liked overpass, I agree with Dino, I would say, all right, then we'll lock you in now, but don't start in the, the shorts. Yep. Let's go first up in the Everest. I think that's part of the the tactic and strategic plan that you might need to have as a slot holder, but they might say, okay, he was first up there in the, the quokka and then that he'll have five or six weeks or five weeks in between runs for the Everest. Mickey. Yeah. Last preparation at, in the quokka runner one Oh two seven, then came out a second up and runner one Oh five two. So I think if you're looking at that data, I don't think it's any issues taking overpass second up. Let's run through these next two races to finish off the, the quaddy at Ramwick. This is the Bill Ritchie Converge at 4.20. First up with Bet365. Then we go down to Tamar Lane. There's a good race in this galloper, according to James Cummings' preparation. Barbie's Fox at 11. Alentia at 3.20. She burned a few punters. I don't think it was her fault. It's just the way that the race was run there the other day. Um, she's right in the market here, Dean Watling. Yeah, what an intriguing race. It's probably the hardest race of the day. I think you could um, have a couple of shots at it and probably miss. It's probably a race you can maybe spec a couple at odds, but it doesn't look to be a huge amount of speed. I think Tamerlane probably leads. Does Alentia go forward from the gate? It's not typical of the Waller stable to do that, but I think she has to if she wants to win. Drops in weight, but gets Jay Ford on, which is a little bit of a negative coming off last start. Um, I think it's a wide-open affair. Oh, I wanted to look for Times Square at huge odds, but I heard Dave Eustace suggest that it goes to the Tibby on Friday. So oh, I don't think I can really help the punters out at all in this race, Gano. Can you? Yeah, I'm very keen Converge, Dean. I think if you go back to its last preparation, he was beaten by Think About It by 0.7. And then I think behind it was Rothfire. That's... Mm -hmm. very, very good form lines for a race like this. Barrier 8. There's not a whole lot of speed here. There's two horses that roll forward. I think 
uh, Hippo will just sit there, uh, leaders back, and I think you've got Redney and Tamerlane rolling forward. Converge will sit there on on pace, dry, 1,400 metres, first up, ready to go. Should get the job done. $4 is a very, very good bet. Last race is an interesting race because you've got Garza Blanca. He's the fourth emergency. In fact, one, two, three, four, five. He's the fifth emergency at the moment, um, and there's two scratching. So probably unlikely he, he gets a start. Um, but in saying that, Maran Eustace has got Pioneer River also in the emergencies. He's at $4.60, so he takes up a bit of this market share with Bet365. Then we go down to Kabu, who's first up. We know that he's very good. He's at $2.40 in Kobe at $8 here. Vienna Princess at 10 What are you thinking here, Dino? I think Kabu finds the front and he's mighty hard to beat. He's mm-hmm. always been touted as a probably top-line sprinter. He was really good first up. You know, through the winter months, just had to work a little bit too hard and got nutted on the line by owner Merck. His jump outs, his trials and his track gulps, his preparation have been great. Um, and Regan Bowles from the saddle from gate two. I think they just lead all the way with this horse and he wins. He's one of the better bets of the day. And just want to have a big saver though on the 12, uh, 16 atmosphere. Still needs to get a run, but this horse, I've never seen this horse trial as well as it is. Um with the James Cummings stable. John Van over me in the saddle. Gate seven. Just needs a run, but I think it should get one. Uh, I think it's the main danger to Kaboo, but Gano, I think he looks really well suited here, the um, Gay Wardhouse and Adrian Bot runner. Yeah, Kaboo. Barrier two, Regan Bayless. Looks another jump lead win job here. If he runs anywhere near his mm. figures from last preparation, they won't get near him. We had a debate whether Just Fine would have won the Chelmsford. We'll probably get to find out that answer on Saturday in the Kingston Town because he meets a few of those gallopers that competed in the Chelmsford Just Fine. He was so dominant on that day. Adrian Bott's got a big opinion of him. He's $3.50 in the Kingston Town. The stablemate Major Bill at six fifty. Monophilia looking to bounce back at $4.60. And Navajo Peak that caused the upset there in the Chelmsford is at $9 here, Mickey. It's this a race, is race five. Yeah, this is this is a rare occurrence for me. Gee, this is a race I'm happy to leave through the yep. keeper. I found it almost impossible, uh, Dino. Yeah, the 2,000-meter start doesn't make it easy for just fine gate 12. It's pretty much right on the home turn. So you've got about 100 meters to find your spot. Then you're pretty much turning to the home back, uh, the back straight. So a little bit more to play out too, Gareth. We've obviously got the Newcastle Cup. On a Friday, boys d'Argent and a couple of others are all, uh, also dual nominated mm-hmm. for that. So there's a little bit more to play out to race day. So I think if you like just fine, I think you can wait. I think the price is probably bottom dollar now and you'll get better come race day. I think that's the only thing I can add to this race. But I saw it the same as Gunner. It's pretty much a leave to the keeper until Saturday morning. And how good's the T-Rose race six? They've gone from the Rosebud or some of them anyway, to the Furious over 1,200 metres. Most of them met in the Furious, and now they go to the 1,400 metres and then on to the flight stakes. Tis Invincible 380, or they go to a Golden Rose if they don't think they can get to a mile, these Philly. So Tis Invincible 380, Komochi 420 with Bet365. Then we go to Tropical Squall, that's the X Factor here. Different form lines at $6.00. Unique Ambition, 19. Mumbai Muse, who was an eye-catcher there the other day, at $19, Dino. This is a terrific race. I'm loving these fillies at the moment in Sydney. Me too. The sort of Tiz Invincible, Kimochi, it sort of reminded me a little bit of the battle uh, of the similar Princess series with Dane Gazelle and Hungry Heart. I think Dane Gazelle, sort of Tiz Invincible, keeps winning, and you sort of expect Kimochi, which is your Hungry Heart, to run over the top getting up in trip, but 
I just love the last 200 metres, last start of Tiz Invincible in the Furious Stakes. I think, again, a slow tempo didn't suit this horse, but the last 200 metres surging just screams, I want tempo and I want 1,400 metres. So, has a tactical advantage, albeit Kimochi draws gate five, so it should be close enough. But I think Tiz Invincible will win this race and then go on to win the flight stakes. So, I'm firmly in a corner. Outside of that, you sort of look for some different form potentially to run into the minors. And I think Unique Ambition was really good um, on the Kenzo last start. Inferior ground on the inside. I know Gano was keen on that horse that day. There's one at good odds to jump out of the ground and level up with Tiz Invincible Kimochi. I think the 12 Unique Ambition Gano, but I'm still with Tiz Invincible fan club. Yeah, fair summary there, Dino. I think Tiz Invincible is clearly the horse to beat. She was really, really good last start. Granted, slow tempo may not have been in her favour. Maybe it was. We'll find out. But I think she's clearly the best horse in the race. She's A-grade. Kimonchi gets its chance. If she doesn't turn the tables this time around, mm-hmm. I don't think she ever will. So Tiz Invincible, one of the better bets of the day. And yeah, I'm very, I'm shocked that they're still betting $4. It's like they haven't learned their lesson. Yeah, she's 380 now with bet 365. You kick it off with your staking plan there, Mickey, at Randwick. Yeah, G, we're going to go to race number three. There's a horse here called, I haven't got the name right yet, but I think I'm going with Grand Turinen. Yes. Um, I'm going to have $100 on it. You love this horse. This was a black booker from the other day as well. It certainly was a black booker. And then I'm going to have a... We've got $200 to spend, is that correct? Yeah, you can spend whatever you want these days. Oh, good man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go race four, number six, uh, Gringotts, into race six, number one, Tis Invincible, for $50. So the David used his Kiramar double there at Randwick. What are you doing here, Dean Watling? Yeah, best bet of the day, race seven, number two, Zaki. I'm going to have $80 and my $200 on Zaki. And then I'm going to learn from Mickey Gannon's two-bet plays. He's been killing it in the staking plans. I'm going to have race 10, number six, Kaboo, into race five, number 15, down there at Flemington Legacies for a $40 double. But we'll touch on that again when we obviously touch on Flemington. But the only bet outside of that at um, Ramwick is race seven, number two, Zaki, $80 on that. All right, then confident on the old boy Zaki to get the job done in the seven stakes. It's 10.21. This is the weekend preview thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. We'll come back with plenty more straight after this. This is Giddy Up on the weekend preview. It's no surprise that wherever the blue and gold goes, Success follows at First Light Racing, firstlightracing.com.au. And Timmy Wilson from First Light Racing joins us. Good morning to you, Tim. The blinkers go on, the instructor. Can that prove yeah, the difference on Saturday? Oh, it's it's one hell of a, a hell of a race. I was just chatting to Jacko. Like, for a race that's listed quality, uh, we might look back in a few months' time and there's Multiple Group 1 winners out of it. Look, he hasn't been far off in, in his two runs, both at Group 3 level and, and single figures, and he's $21 at listed level on Saturday. But, uh, look, the, the straight's the big unknown for, for most of these. So I think he's got the right pattern to be effective. Draw, draws a middle gate, so uh, we should be able to plot the path we want to take. And, yeah, like, he hasn't been far off. Tis Invincible and Moravia and all the forms, right? So, yeah, I've got a bit of a chip on my shoulder, Gareth. Oh, I'm, I'm disappointed he's the price he is. All right, then. So you want to prove a point. You want to look him in the eyes and say, we've had a gutful of this, the instructor. They're riding you off. And I love how you've given a young girl who's hungry an opportunity as well. Yeah, Gay's... Um, obviously, Gay and Winona have got a, a terrific relationship. I, I think Winona's come to... Um, kept down for a, a lightweight ride in the in the Melbourne Cup in a few months' time. So 
Yeah, we um, Jordan Childs, Blake Sheen, who we'd lead on previously, both had commitments. So uh, we, we know she'll ride the instructor to the letter of the instruction that Gay gives her, and hopefully a bit of a fairy tale result. Veronelli at thirteen dollars with bet three six five in a Cameron handicap. Can Veronelli? Can he do it again? He, he was so tough last start at Randwick. He's um, yeah, there wouldn't be a, a horse in our stable with a bigger heart than what Veronelli's got. So look, what? Why not? I know he's drawn poorly. Oh, I think there's. I think I counted eight dual acceptors in the race of fifteen. So fifteen or fifteen. Doesn't look good, but if they're down to a field of nine or ten, and there doesn't look a lot of speed on paper, so he should be able to bounce out. Roll. He's never been tried beyond the fourteen hundred, but he was so strong through the line last start that the fifteen hundred is a nice little incremental step up to take. And I did think at thirteen dollars, he was our best chance for the weekend. I love that. And Zach, the boss, could cap off a big weekend for first light racing if he can win that black type um, event there, the Wiley Handicap at Morfordville. Another one. <laughs> It's just another race, isn't it? Like, it's again, it's at listed level, and uh, we thought we might sneak over the border and, and, and find a really winnable race, but it's a race of, of huge depth. There's a lot of stakes-proven horses already in it. So uh, Will Price had a little spin around him at Flemington last Friday in a jump out, so there's that degree of familiarity. He's got the right pattern for Morkville. They don't tend to come from further back than the first half, so he'll bounce out, roll along. It looks a really even race with a lot of different competing form lines, but um, on his day, he's really good. His effort behind Benedetta last start was excellent, and he carried a lot of weight that day as well. I think he had 60 and a half of Blake Shin against you know, a, a horse that could be on its way to Group 1 level. So it's, it's the right form line. He's had a freshen. He's going well. A race of a number of chances. I think he's in the mix. Love it, uh, Timmy. If we can back Farinelli there in the Cameron Handicap, then we want to get a horse with first light racing. How do we do it? Yeah, jump on the website, uh, firstlightracing.com.au. We've got some nice two-year-olds that are going through the system. We're going to debut. We're going to step a couple out in the first two-year-old trials of the year next Monday with Jim Crack Aspirations. So, yeah, the beauty of getting involved in a horse now is not a long time to, to wait, particularly with those two-year-olds. All right, then is a Jim Crack horse that we can get into? Uh, unfortunately not, but uh, maybe one you can follow. I feel like you've got uh, by Hellbent called Sugarfire, which okay. Annabelle Nishim I, I really like. So um, see how she goes on Monday. Love your work, Timmy. Thanks for that. Cheers, boys. There's Tim Wilson. It's so surprised that wherever the blue and gold go, success follows at First Light Racing, firstlightracing.com.au. News time, then we'll take a look at Flemington with Mickey Gannon, Dean Watling, and also, of course, Mitchy Lewis, who will be joining us. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Welcome back to Giddy Up, Gareth Hall with you on this Thursday morning. This is the weekend preview. It's got some heartbreaking news as well. Adam Hamilton sending it through. Bill Hutchison has tried to get in contact with me, but... One of the most colourful characters in the sport of harness racing. He was well known in the thoroughbreds as well. He was a bookmaker for a long time and he owned a lot of horses in the end. Um, Tara Hogan has sadly passed away this morning. Um, He was a great character. His bookmaking days were legendary and um, he was a terrific punter, a terrific form analyst. He had a great passion for harness racing. So our thoughts with Sue, his partner and everybody involved um, with Tara throughout his, his wonderful life. That was a colourful life. So I think 
Trot's Life will touch on this a little bit in more detail um, after 11 o'clock. But Tara Hogan was a legend, mate. You'll be missed. Rest in peace. Great, mate. And um, um, we're thinking of everybody in the sport of harness racing as well. So, yeah, news breaking that Tara Hogan has lost his battle with cancer this morning. It's 10.34. This is the weekend preview. Let's, and Tara would love to back a winner at Flemington. He used to love backing winner, a winner anywhere. Um, and he would be excited, even though that he loved the trots, but about this meeting at Flemington because it doesn't get any better for us racing fans. So let's have a look as we say hello to Mitchie Lewis as well. Mitchie, good morning to you. Good morning, Gareth. And yeah, that's a bit sad news. So uh, best wishes to Tara's family. Yeah, he was a legend, Tara. Um, the first race that we'll take a look at is the Maccabi Diva, which is race seven on the program. And we've got Mr. Brightside at $1.90 with bet 365. Alligator Blood at 380. And then we've got Princess Grace at $4.60. I liked a horse like Ozapinko at $11, but now with this smallish field, there doesn't look to be too much pace up front here, Mickey Gaddon. Who do you like? Speed map's the key here, G. Alligator Blood, Mr. Brightside, Dargo Ford, Princess Grace, Barrier 7. I'm not sure what they do with her. I think the race is very much in the hands of uh, Craig Williams and Mr. Brightside. You know he'll be hungry to produce a good one after what happened last week, and I think Mr. Brightside should get mm -hmm. the job done. Alligator Blood will no doubt improve, uh, second up with fitness, but I think Mr. Brightside's the better horse. All right, then, Mickey Lewis, who wins the Maccabi Diva? Um, I've got no real knock on Mr. Brightside. I just don't really want to play him at that sort of short price. I was probably interested in having something small on Princess Grace. And it's obviously she had that eye-catching run on the worst ground at Caulfield, but it's the track conditions for me. So it's obviously going to be pretty nice weather over there. I'm thinking, do we maybe get to a good three there at Flemington? And she's got form on some pretty dry tracks, like strong form on drier tracks. I don't know if that might be the key to her, that she gets a nice setup here to maybe potentially sneaky little group one here while the other two battle away out of the front. Now, where does she land in, in the run? Where have you got her? I sort of mapped her. Let me just bring that one up. Sorry. I think she'll, I reckon Alligator Blood goes forward. Spanish Mission might as well. She probably sits outside Mr. Brightside yeah. there, maybe third back a little bit. I yeah. think in a small field, she can get across. I don't think it's a massive drama. Yeah, it'd be a fascinating tactical race. The Maccabi Divadino, which way are you leaning? Yeah, I think you summed it up really well. The the way the race is going to shape, I don't think that suits Mr. Brightside in the smaller field. I think that suits a horse like Alligator Blood a little bit better. Um, I think they all get their chance, but I think if Alligator Blood gets on his own up front, he's got an outstanding second up record. We know the Waterhouse Spot Sable do improve their horses drastically second up. I think he would just control it. And I can't get the win out of my mind on the last day of the Carnival and Flemington Champions mile day we beat mr brightside in a really similar setup so i think at the price alligator blood and princess grace have to be the plays no knock on brightside i just think his prices are getting towards bottom dollar odds there gareth the day has arrived at flemington on saturday well hopefully it arrives amelia's jewel flashing down the outside to win a let's elope in her first run in the eastern states now she's out to a dollar 80 she's drifted slightly after she drew the outside gate so she will come into barrier 15. See you in heaven at $10. Casters at $11. Foxy Freed is a winner. We know that. She's at $12. Wrote to Arataki that was very good first up at $11. Then we go down to a horse like a Pride of Jenny at $17. Mitchie Lewis, you've seen a few of these horses like a cast and see you in heaven in Adelaide. Can they defeat Amelia's Jewel at Flemington in the Let's Elope? 
Not from the sort of figures that I've got. I think if she's here at her best, she should just blow this field away, I think. I think she would have been competitive in a Group 1 first up. So I'm not too shaded about the wider barrier because obviously she likes to get back. I think she's a horse that's really going to like that Flemington straight as well. So, yeah, she's probably just a bit short. I think bad luck probably beats her. Um, Yeah, I think see you in heaven to place is probably a better bet at about 280. I said even though she... Might have been slightly disappointing to the eye last start. Uh, I kept saying from the start, it's third and fourth up where you'll see the best of her, and she's third up today. Mm. But, yeah, I think Amelia's due will be hard to beat. Yeah, I think 2A is a great place, but see you in heaven, Mickey Gannon. I'm looking to lower the colours um, of your of your Please, girl. Mickey, what yeah, are you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Planet, have you been? How can you tip against her? Well, who are you going to tip again? If you want to, if you want to take a dollar eighty, like she'll start two dollars plus, and if she doesn't, you can borrow my private jet. All right. Thank um, you. I think she'll start closer to two dollars sixty. If you can get, you know, you get two dollars eighty, I think it's she becomes two eighty. Yep, absolutely. That, All that's right. Will madness. you give me two eighty then? Absolutely not. Uh, but what <laughs> I will do. Is I'll suggest that there's no way she starts with a, with a one in front, okay. so she'll start with a two. Uh, I think Torajin to place is the bet. I think maps to perfections come back bigger, better, mm-hmm. stronger, and I'm happy to take Torajin to place. You're getting around four dollars. I just I just don't want to take horse that's going to be last on a dry Flemington track. It's gonna she's she gonna have make, to be very very um, special. Maybe just go and have a look at the quokka. She can overcome a track bias, and she nearly won that Did race. She win? And, no, she nearly defeated oh. Overpass. We'll probably win the shorts, Dino. Yeah, I can't wait to see her. Trials being elite in uh, back there in WA. Uh, is she a betting prospect at the price? Uh, I don't think so. Back Marco, gate 15. She'll have a lot to do, but I'm just excited to see her back. I think she'll win the race, um, but I don't want to chime in at the odds. I think we sit back, enjoy what could be one of the best mares in racing at the moment. Damien Lane, he says he might fly with Qantas or Virgin. Now he flies with Amelia's Jewel. As we take a break, we'll come back with plenty more straight after this. This is the weekend preview on Giddy Up this Thursday. Welcome back to Getting Up. This is the weekend preview. Thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. After what happened there in the McEwen, I wish I win needing a, another run or looking to trial before the Everest. If I'm the VRC, I'm thinking maybe the Bobby Lewis changed the conditions next year, make it a wait for H down the straight. I think you might get a rip of a field. If it was this year, wait for age, I reckon you might have got an Irish show in taking on a giggy kick and an trees down the straight. What a mouth-watering contest that would have been. Anyway, we need the winner to, on Saturday. King of Sparta, $7. It's our time, $9. Star Patrol, flying. Loves the straight, four eighties first up. And Benedetta at $2.40. Najim Sahail at $8. Mitchie Lewis, run through the Bobby Lewis for us. Yeah, I had a fair few different angles that I was considering in this one. So I'm a little bit all over the shop with it. So for that reason, I probably don't really want to bet into it. Okay. Just because I think I've probably got four or five that I think have a genuine chance. Um, look, I'll probably stick with Benedetta. I thought her last performance was strong. She's won twice down the straight, undefeated over the 1,200. And she's well in at the weights. So she could probably just continue to rise through the grades based off that last run, I think. But yeah, I'm... Probably happy to let this one go through to the keeper on Saturday. Dino? I love this race. I think there's a, a, the best bet of the day across the country. Star Patrol, he is getting really well at the weights here, 54.5 kilos. We know the strike rate of Ben Mellon and McDonald um, in the saddle. 
I love the setup here. He loves the Flemington straight. 1,200 metres first up. You'd probably be a little bit concerned and suggest maybe he wanted 1,100 metres. But he's had three jump outs leading to this run. That just screams to me. But he's here with an intent and he's here to win and make a statement. So his jump outs, Gareth, we've been mentioning them on trial time. Mm -hmm. They're the best I've seen of his. And he gets all of the feet gear off. They're a negative, the synthetic hoof filler. Sorry, and the, the glue on shoes, they all come off. So it tells me he's in great order. And I just think Benedetta is the wrong price. She's just too short in this market. So I know I'm really keen to be with Star Patrol in race nine, number five. Love it, Dino. Yeah, Benedetta is a horse I suggest will drift. I think you get closer to uh, $2.83. It has a career peak, though, down at the uh, Flemington Strait, 1,200 metres that will pretty much blow these away. Star Patrol wasn't too far off it, only improves with the uh, feet issues. I think it's just a race in two, G. Yep, Star Patrol will be beating Benedetta, Mickey yep. again. Um, what about this last race? Devoted at 350, it's the favourite. Blake Shin rides. Bob Peters on fire these days. Uncle Bob is back for Johnny Leak Jr. And then we go down to a horse like Carini for Danny O'Brien at 350. Mickey, quickly here. I'll just pass this one to All Mitchie. Right, yeah. Then. Mitchie? Yeah, I thought Carini's probably one of the horses that I'm like my horse to follow out of the meeting. I thought you hit the line nicely over the 1400 first up, up to the 1700 now. And I know they paid a lot for him when they bought him mm. from France for the Melbourne Cup in mind. So if that's the aim, this prep, um, I'm expecting you'll probably have to see him show up in this. All right, then Dino? Yeah, nothing to add. Um, probably just devoted going well enough, but um, nothing really to add for me. All right, then let's take a break. We'll come back and have a look at the three-year-old races at Flemington and then get the lads' staking plan for Flemington on Saturday. All right, then let's run through these other races at Flemington. The Poseidon's a beauty down the straight for the three-year-old Colts and Geldings. Looking at the market, you've got... Barber. If I cancelled on my barber like James Cummings has done with this horse, he wouldn't have me back. But he's at $13 here. Arkansas Kid, $15. King's Gambit at $3.20. The Instructor, $21. Then we go to I Am Unstoppable, $5. Um, next best, we keep going down to Archo Nacho at 13 And Kandinsky Abstract, there's your winner. $8.50, Pivot City at 9 Mickey. Turn it up, G. King's Gambit, clearly the horse to beat here. You're getting around $3.20. That's a great price. What, what did we saw this horse do last preparation suggests that uh, those figures are far better than anything else in the race. And uh, I'll refer to my mate Dino because he's probably seen the trials, but I thought they were pretty good, Dino. Yeah, they've been outstanding. I think he's the pick of the three-year-olds to get an Everest slot um, against that run to the Rose form, but his trials have been superb. They've been riding quiet, which is interesting. So... I think he's Patton. Um, he's handled the Melbourne way of going mm. before and obviously down the straights the first time. But um, I think he's the best horse in the race. Do I want to chime into the race? I think it's a wide open affair, but he's the best horse, Mitchie Lewis. I can't wait to see him back and probably the race of the day for mine around the grounds. Yeah, I'm basically the exact same as Dino. I think Kim, King's Gambit's the best horse, but it's pretty open in my opinion. I wouldn't be surprised to see Barber pop up and place at 360. So... Yeah, King's Gambit the best on top for me, but a race that I thought was pretty open overall. The Exford Plate for the three-year-olds over the 1,400 metres, introducing on the quick backup at 8.50. Mohave Desert at $10. Griff gets a much better gate here at $8, gate one. And then Legacies at $2.10. Dino, you're keen on the filly. Yeah, I think Legacy, this is her race. I think that V8 form from last start will really stack up here. And, I think the query first up was always the 1,200 metres. We saw last preparation, the way she excelled second up to 1,400 metres. So she rides us to that. Uh, it's a good gate from the 1,400 metre start. I think she'll blow these away. And she's one of the better bets of the day, albeit 
Gano probably getting a little bit short in the market now, down to around that two dollar mark. That's the right price. Out of mark two dollars, okay. which is a bet. All right then, Mitchy. Yeah, legacy second up, up to the fourteen hundred meters. Off that last run, I reckon this is yep. ideal for her now. And then she'll win the flight stakes. So back it for the flight stakes right now. Let's have a look at race six for the Phillies down the straight. Skirt the law 380. She was very good the other day. That Charmstone form line looks pretty good for a race like this. But Estriala brings different form lines. Sydney form lines at $5. Mickey Gannon? Skirt the law, one of the better bets of the carnival yep. to date. Gee, that Charmstone form line you said it, um, just a second ago, that's the elite form lines. I think Skirt the law probably was luckless, probably should have won. And if mm-hmm. you're following that form... She'll get the job done again, $4.20 into about $3.80. She's a great bet. Dino? Keen to see Star Steel City and Estriella, but uh, the way that David uh, Yusuf spoke this morning, probably leading the way of Steel City here, but really open race, um, no real betting opinion just yet. Mitchy? Yeah, I'm keen to skirt the law. Second up off that run against Charmstone. We talked it up last week, but the figure it was in the mm-hmm. quizette. She was only, about, I think, 0.2 of a length off, so if... Charmstone's frank that form now. I think Skirt the Law's the one. All right, then, quickly, one-word answer. Antino, can it win? No. All right, the Boone Queenslander in the Sofitel race three. Dino? Uh, yes. Mitchie Lewis? Yes. All right, then. I should say, are you backing Antino, Dino, or Mitch? No. All right, then. No, I liked two. I saw two fifty last night. I was a little bit keener then, but if it keeps coming in any shorter than the two thirty, I'm looking at now. No, I'll just probably wait till race day and have a look. I know right. what you meant, Gene. I'm having hundred and fifty dollars on an all up here at Flemington. This is my play. Oh. Amelia's jewel to win. Legacies to win. Race five, number fifteen. Race eight, number one. Make sure you jot these down, Jacko. Race seven, number two. <laughs> alligator blood. The place. The place. Oh, alligator man. blood and Star Patrol to win. $150 at $34 with Bet365. I'm having $50 on race two, number two, interpretation. Interpret that, Jacko. Make sure I'm on the list. Um, Mickey Gannon. Speaking of list, we haven't an update yet. $1,700, you're up. Thanks. Dino's 64 <laughs> Weights and margins. Uh, Scott the Law into Legacies into King's Gambit for $50 would be the last of my um, staking plan at $28. I think we'll get the job done there. All right, then $28 for that all up. Mitchie Lewis. $100 on legacies while we've got over $2 to get that stake back. And then 50 on Skirt the Law. And then we'll flick over to Morfittville. Race 9, number 2. Hypothetical, we'll have 50 on her. Dino? Yeah, I'm going to have $80 on Race 9, number 5, Star Patrol. And the double, uh, Race 10 in Sydney, number 6, Kaboo. Into Race 5, number 15, Legacies for $40 for me. So that's 120 and then obviously we've got Zaki. Oh, yes, $80 yeah, a win on Zaki. Beautifully done, mate. Um, it's going to be a lot of hypotheticals on the weekend. Uh, so much to look forward to. So many questions to be answered. Who's going to put their hand up for the Everest? Will it be a three-year-old in Melbourne down the straight or will it be something out of the shorts? Can Alligator Blood turn the tables on Brightside? Amelia's Jewel announced that she is a superstar. Um what other questions can we have hypotheticals there coming up on Saturday? Star Patrol would be too good for Benedetta. Um, Who's going to be the flight stakes winner? Legacy Legacies. or Invincible? Yep. Legacies will be my legacy. As I say, goodbye. Hello to you, Mickey. Uh, goodbye, I should say, Mickey. Goodbye, G. Good yeah. on you, Mitchy Lewis. <laughs> see you. See, see you, you, you DeanWatling.com. Good. See you, fellas. Have a wonderful day.